Hey and welcome to another episode of Devin's Bluegrass and American Roots Show, where as always guys, we are going to focus on bluegrass and American Roots musicians. Now, by the end of the show, I'm hoping that you guys will have as much passion for this type of music as I do. And I'm extra excited for today's show guys, because I've got Sweet Tidings Gospel Jam for you. An interview with them is going to be later in the show, and first I thought we would start off with a track from Presley Barker. Here's his rendition of the Alabama Jubilee. Presley in 2015 at Houston Fest. The same year I ran into this next act, here's Jeff Little Trio with their rendition of the Tennessee Waltz.
I thought Jeff Little Trio was quite unique, being that you don't often think of piano when you think of bluegrass music, do you? All right, I'm going to play one more track for you guys and then take a quick break. Here's Dwight Yoakam with a Prince hit, Purple Rain. Cause you any sorrow I never meant to cause you any pain Only wanted one time to see you laughing I only wanted to see you laughing In the purple rain Purple rain, purple rain steal you from another and it's such a shame that a friendship ever had to end purple rain purple rain something new and it means you too and you say you want a leader but you can't make up your mind I think you better close it and let me guide you to the purple rain the purple rain ain't purple rain oh purple
Oh Lord, that same music again. Stay tuned for the interview with Sweet Tidings Gospel Jam and some more toe-tapping bluegrass. Welcome back. Let's jump right into the interview I had recently with Sweet Tidings Gospel Jam. So, Diana, at what age did you notice yourself getting into music? I joined choir, not even knowing if I could sing, in seventh grade. Around that time, my sister discarded a guitar she had somehow acquired. I picked it up and thumbed through the songbook next to it, and I found... If I formed the chords on the three high strings, it sounded fairly decent when I sang the songs. And that was the beginning. I eventually learned to play all six strings on the guitar. And I first did finger picking. And then around 12 years ago, I learned to use a flat pick. I play mainly rhythm guitar and sing. Don, my husband, formed a jug jug band in his early high school years. And one day though, he heard the sound of a banjo, thought, what is that sound? And was immediately drawn to it. His parents bought him a beginning banjo and he's played ever since. Kim, our fiddler, has her bachelor's degree in performance piano with a violin minor. I always say, She's the only one of us who reads music, but we still love her. She has adapted her playing from violin to fiddle, and along with her vocals, adds tremendously to the band sound. Her fiddle of choice for the band is a five-string custom-built fiddle made by a local artisan who turned 100 years old this year and who still works in his shop. Eric our bass player, is the professional musician of us all. He acquired his first guitar at age 13, and eight years later, he won the West Coast Flat Picking Guitar Championship. We have recorded all our CDs at his New Wine studio, and we appreciate his skills recording and mastering almost as much as his tremendous singing talent and musicianship. May I say it is exciting and exhilarating when we play together and when the music comes alive. Where did the inspiration for your newest album come from? The inspiration for our newest album, as with our other releases, um, came from old hymnals and traditional gospel songs. We own a reissue of one 1906 hymnal called Christ in Song, that contains almost 1,000 hymns. It's exciting for us to arrange these old songs using our instruments rather than traditional piano or organ. Our newest CD, Grace for the Journey, which is a double album, is different from our other CDs in that we do a few songs that were composed post-1923. All the other CDs, Washed, released in 2008, Nearer in 2010, and Gift 
our Christmas album in 2014, contains songs written before 1923. In other words, they're all public domain. How would you introduce one of your favorite tracks on the record? An online friend from Arkansas texted me one day, Y'all ought to do Amazing Grace to the tune of House of the Rising Sun. And Don and I had heard such an arrangement in the 70s, but not lately. We worked on an arrangement with the band, recorded it, and sent it to her, and got an enthusiastic response. Our arrangement is featured in the newest CD, which is dedicated to her. Sometimes, hearing a song done differently than you expect touches you in a different way or may emphasize certain words and awaken a new connection within. The combination of the two of these songs, Amazing Grace and the tune of House of the Rising Sun, is about grace, and it's about redemption. It's one of our favorite songs, and we hope you enjoy it.
So what are some personal goals you wish to achieve through your music? I want people to enjoy listening to our music and I want them to be excited about it. I want it to soothe them and open their ears to the variety of gospel music available. I'm always impressed by the stories behind where the songs come from. Some were written by people in the 1600s who were mentally unstable at times, endured a time confined to a sanitarium without treatments and medications that we take for granted today. Friends sustained them and watched over them when they were released, and despite their experiences, no, because of their experiences, they wrote soul-touching words that endure today. Other songwriters plunged in a sea of sadness after a sudden loss of not just one, but many family members at once wrote words that spoke of the beauty of being sustained by God through and in spite of their grief. Another, more modern composer, wrote over 100 hymns while his life was spent for the most part in prison. He happened to befriend Ralph Stanley, who recorded one of the man's songs with the Clinch Mountain Boys in the 1960s. The point is... Inspiration and enduring verses have risen from the most unlikely areas, and we are pleased to help keep these songs in the public hearing. In this COVID-19 pandemic, how have you kept your music alive? Don and I have video recorded a few hymns for church meetings and have helped with other Zoom meetings. Uh, we play, and though with Zoom we can't hear them, those attending will sing along. Our big vacation was canceled this year, so we took the opportunity of time off to stay at a local campground where we played music almost every day. It's a great way to make friends. We support our musician friends who have held concerts via Facebook and YouTube. Do you have a website in which fans can find out more about your band? We do have a Facebook page. The name of the band, Sweet Tidings Gospel Jam. We appreciate hearing from friends old and new and look forward soon to attending festivals and jamming with friends. Before we move on, guys, I wanted to take a quick second to thank Diana and Sweet Tidings Gospel Jam for appearing on my show all the way from California. Let's continue now with a track from the legendary Smokey Green off of his album, The Friendly Voice of Smokey Green. Here's Taxes. There's a tax on gas, there's a tax on cars, tax on food, even candy bars. Tax on a ball, there's a tax on a swing, there's no doubt about it, there's a tax on everything. This world has got its trouble now with all the missiles and the bombs. The demonstrators on the street, that war in Vietnam. The trouble this whole world is in makes it shake on its axis. But the biggest trouble in the world are them cotton-picking taxes. If it wasn't for the taxes, we could have never built the bomb. Without a tax, we wouldn't have had that war in Vietnam. There'd have never been a missile build if it hadn't been for a tax. Listen to me sing this song, I'm telling you the facts. 
There's a tax on liquor, there's a tax on wine, tax on a rope, there's a tax on twine. Cert tax corporation, estimated tax, self-employed, unemployed, even use tax. Tax on a whistle, there's a tax on a horn, tax on a baby that hasn't been born. Tax on a ball, there's a tax on a swing, there's no doubt about it, there's a tax on everything. Well, who'd support the demonstrators if it wasn't for Uncle Sam? If the living wasn't so easy, they wouldn't get out of hand. They might get the haircut and even take a bath if all of us weren't supporting them by sending in our tags. I wish the whole world would hear this song. I might get rich, you know. But who wants to be a millionaire? That ain't no way to go. The government would hear about it. The IRS would attack. I wouldn't be a millionaire long. They'd take it all back in tags. There's a tax on a saw, there's a tax on an axe, tax on land, there's a tax on tax. Income incorporated, social security tax, fed the state and county, even the city tax. Tax on days, there's a tax on nights, tax on fuel, there's a tax on the lights. Tax on a house, there's a tax on a ring, there's no doubt about it, there's a tax on everything. Friends, if you know something that isn't taxed, don't tell our uncle about it. I'm going to slow it down to end my show today. Here's the Church Sisters covering a Rhonda Vincent tune, Homecoming. There'll be a homecoming some morning when Jesus calls us away. I'll see mother and daddy. Precious ones have gone on before. Our Lord waits for no man. Salvation will gain us a ticket to see them in a place.